I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. The need for people in crisis, the plan in Frederick County. I'm Kate Ryan. Also on WTOP this morning. The largest civil penalty for housing discrimination ever imposed in the U.S. Happening here, I'm Christy King. Down day on Wall Street. Good morning, 1 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. On the campaign trail in Pennsylvania, President Biden cited the recent infrastructure bill in Pittsburgh and turned to international issues in Philadelphia. CBS News White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy traveled with him. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy told Punchbowl News this week that if Republicans take control of Congress, they won't give Ukraine a blank check. The president responded Thursday at a Democratic fundraiser in Philadelphia. These guys don't get it, he told donors, saying the notion of backing away from Ukraine would have serious consequential outcomes. Mr. Biden added that Republicans, quote, have no sense of American foreign policy. Ruling they had no standing to bring such a suit, a federal judge in St. Louis dismissed on effort by six Republican-led states to block the Biden administration's plan to forgive student loan debt for tens of millions of Americans. More and more older people seem to be struggling financially. CBS News correspondent Jim Crisula takes a look. No one knows if it will be a long-term trend, but the number of elderly Americans living in poverty continues to increase. The figure rose from 9% of the elderly population in 2020 to nearly 11% last year, according to the Census Bureau. A close Donald Trump associate and one-time White House strategist is scheduled to be sentenced Friday in connection with the House investigation of the pro-Trump riot of January 6th. Steve Bannon was convicted on two counts of contempt of Congress for defying the January 6th committee. At sentencing, the prosecutors are going to seek six months in prison on those counts, arguing that Bannon used hyperbolic rhetoric to disparage the committee and personally attack the committee's members. Bannon, of course, will seek leniency and signals in his court filings, an appeal is still coming. Correspondent Scott McFarland, in the aftermath of the enormous damage and environmental impact of Hurricane Ian on southwest Florida, there's now a potentially deadly health threat, too, lurking in standing water. Correspondent Manuel Bajorquez. More than three weeks after Hurricane Ian devastated parts of southwest Florida, its dangers persist. This time in the form of a bacteria called Vibrio vulnificus, which lives in brackish waters and can enter the skin through open wounds, causing the skin to break down, which is why some call it a flesh-eating bacteria. It can be treated with antibiotics, but spreads quickly and causes death in one of every five people infected. In the 50th state tonight, residents of Hawaii Island are being urged to reduce electricity use to prevent the need for rolling 30-minute outages. Hawaiian Electric says that plea is needed because three major generators are offline. One tripped offline Thursday afternoon. The two others are undergoing maintenance. Asian and Pacific markets are mixed. U.S. market futures are down. This is CBS News. Your bills are due on the 13th, but you don't get paid until the 15th. Sound familiar? Life doesn't always wait for payday. Get the NetSpend all-access account for your everyday mobile banking needs and get paid up to two days faster with direct deposit. Get started today at netspend.com and go beyond banking. Banking services provided by an account established by Pathword NA member FDIC. Faster access based on comparison of our ACH processing policy versus posting funds at settlement. Deposit account opening is subject to registration and ID verification. Terms and cost supply. WTLP at 103. Friday morning, October 21st, 2022. Welcome in. Clear, cold this overnight early morning. 30s and 40s for the low by daybreak Friday. We're up a couple of degrees. We're at 50 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. 
I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your Friday morning ride, topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we ride into this 1 a.m. hour together. We begin with the story of a Metro bus driver now facing discipline this morning for not doing more when several passengers attacked another passenger. It was Monday that a woman on a W-4 bus was attacked by a group of young people. The victim told Fox 5 that the bus driver didn't respond to her calls at first to stop the bus. In an email, Metro spokesperson Ian Janetta says Metro bus leadership has determined that the bus driver did not follow proper procedures during the incident and appropriate administrative action will be taken. Not responding to the action against the driver, but instead the incident itself, the union that represents drivers says it supports Metro's policy that prohibits drivers from trying to intervene in a fight and instead safely stop the bus where they can and call for help. The union says intervening is unsafe for bus operators because it can put a target on their back. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. We live in Virginia. Time is running out for you to send in your public comments on proposed policy changes that would affect how transgender students are actually treated in schools. The changes coming from the Glenn Youngkin administration. The public comment period is closing soon on Wednesday of next week. And after that, Governor Youngkin says he expects the local school systems will follow the state policy in accordance with state law, even though some systems, including those in Alexandria and Fairfax County, have said they will not. We can't be in a moment where people can just pick the laws they want to abide by. But it's not clear what Youngkin can do to force school systems to go along with it. The policy would require parental sign-off on the use of any name or pro other than what's in a student's official record. Youngkin argues that it's fundamentally rooted in reestablishing the role of parents in these most important decisions. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. This morning, a federal judge has apparently postponed the criminal trial for Maryland Governor Larry Hogan's former chief of staff just days before it was actually set to start. Roy McGrath is accused of lying to get a severance payment of more than $230,000 from the government-owned nonprofit Maryland Environmental Service where he worked before joining the Hogan administration. Specifically, McGrath is accused of claiming Hogan approved the severance amount, while the governor says that's not true. McGrath's attorney asked the judge in the case to postpone the trial so that the defense has more time to review evidence. No new trial date is set. As we've previously reported here on WTOP, when the case does go to trial, Hogan himself will be on that witness list. WTOP at 106 Friday morning. Hospital emergency rooms are often the very first place that people in crisis go, but what they may really need is help with mental health issues or substance use. That's where a new facility planned locally for Frederick County, Maryland comes in. Nearly one in five 911 calls in Frederick County are related to people who are suffering from a crisis connected to mental health or substance use. Instead of sending people to the emergency room, a new facility called a Crisis Stabilization Center is planned to open in Frederick in 2023. Shannon Allshire is with the county's Mental Health Association. This center will help people receive the care they need faster and reduce the number of people going to the emergency department. The center's designed for short-term care. Staff would then link patients to long-term help because our goal is not to see the same person over and over again, but to ensure that they're connected throughout the community with the services that they need. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Major shakeup this week in British politics. The prime minister gone after 45 days. We'll talk more in depth about that coming up this hour, right after traffic and weather. It's 107. Become an election judge in Prince George's County. We need registered Republicans and unaffiliated voters to serve in the 2022 gubernatorial general election. Registered voters who are fluent in Spanish are also needed to serve. You'll help voters through the election process, and you'll get paid for all training and election shifts you serve. Call 301-341-7352 today. That's 301-341-7352. Sponsored by the Prince George's County Board of Elections. 
You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. At Amentum, we're fiercely committed to making the world safer, smarter, and cleaner for all. We do this by accelerating solutions in intelligence analysis, environmental services, clean energy, health systems, C5ISR engineering, and unmanned autonomous systems. Amentum applies proven expertise in enabling technologies and people to accelerate response to the unexpected, prepare for the future, and surpass expectations. Discover more about our innovative solutions and connect with us at Amentum.com. Good Friday morning, October 21st. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Time now, 108. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th. When it breaks on WTOP, over to Ian Crawford now on the WTOP Traffic Center. Keeping a very close eye on the, the Woodrow Wilson Bridge, we are anticipating the second of four scheduled closures in the early morning hours for maintenance. So far, so good. Have not heard from the crew working on the bridge to let us know when they're anticipating to do the next closure. So, so far, it's, it's status quo. But again, anticipating another closure on the Capitol Beltway between... Oxen Hill and Alexandria sometime in the next least little while. Factor that into your early morning driving calculus. Continuing with the Virginia Beltway, still very sluggish through Tyson's on the outer loop. The work zone after Leesburg Pike is a single right lane to get by. Unclear what is causing all of the slowing, but it is very apparent after the Dulles Toll Road, you are into massive delays trying to make your way toward exit 49 and I-66. And trying to make that transition from the outer loop to go west on 66, you may only have one of the two lanes you normally have on that ramp. I think it's the right lane probably that'll be getting by. On to 66, over the top of the Beltway, coming from Falls Church, should have a right lane getting by in the through lanes and the ramp from westbound 66 to the outer loop of the Beltway still blocked. The All the rest of the work zone still in place, including many off-ramps shut down from 66 eastbound or westbound between the Fairfax County Parkway and about 29 Centerville. But that is really the big issue. Right now, still seeing some delays getting through the work zone before and after exit 57. It's a single right lane to get by. In Maryland, we have work on the outer loop before Richie Marlboro Road with two right lanes getting by. A couple of issues in the district. I-295 southbound near Malcolm X. Crash blocking in the right side. Pennsylvania Avenue southeast between Alabama Avenue and Fort Davis Street southeast. Lanes blocked for crash activity. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking another cold morning across our region. Temperatures in the low to mid-30s for the most part. Around 40 inside the city. But frost again area-wide. So heads up, could be some frost in that windshield. You might need that ice scraper. The good news is once the sun comes up, it's going to melt quickly, and we'll see high temperatures rebounding back into the mid-60s. I'm going 66 in the city. On Saturday, even better. Another cool start, but high temperature getting up into the upper 60s to around 70 degrees. Sunday, the chance of showers. But as of right now, not a washout. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Hammer. Right now, we're at 50 degrees in DuPont Circle, 42 this morning in Germantown, 38 in Annandale. We're at 50 now in our nation's capital, 1 a.m. hour. Friday morning, October 21st. Welcome to WTOP. Glad you're with us. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTOP at 111. Women's leadership is elevating our world, and Innova is a leader in elevating women's health care. Innova Fairfax Hospital is ranked top 10 in the nation for obstetrics and gynecology by U.S. News & World Report. We are committed to putting women first. 
Our team listens to what matters most to you, from childbirth options and high-risk maternity care to pelvic floor health, surgery, and cancer treatment. Experience elevated women's care at Innova. Explore innova.org slash women first. This is WTOP News. WTOP Friday morning, October 21st at 112. Glad you're with us at 103.5 FM, WTOP.com, and of course, on the WTOP app. Prime Minister Liz Truss announces this week that she will be resigning amid fierce criticism of her financial plans. This morning, CBS correspondent Vicki Barker from London on Britain's mood following this political stunner. I think people have been rocked by I mean, six combative weeks in office with Liz Truss was insisting to jeers and shouts from a chaotic scene in Parliament that she was a fighter, not a quitter. But more and more of her own Conservative Party lawmakers were publicly calling for her to step down. And I think she finally saw the writing on the wall and stepped out and entered the history books for reasons she probably won't be celebrating. She she has now become the shortest serving British prime minister in British history, announcing her resignation after only 44 days. And they're going to name a replacement by the end of the month. One who's on the short list at the top of it and how fast can they be chosen? Well, yes, I mean. There aren't going to be national elections because Liz Truss was, of course, a midterm replacement for Boris Johnson, who resigned in such disgrace just last month. Among the names being brooded about are Rishi Sunak, the former chancellor who sort of oversaw the economy during the pandemic. And, well, dare I say it, the Times of London is reporting that one of the people seriously considering a candidacy is mm-hmm. Boris Johnson himself. Mm. Wow. <laughs> well, this is uh, just the latest political upheaval in Britain. A lot has been going on since the Brexit beginning. Has the UK's standing declined in the wake of uh, all of this turmoil for several years? Well, you know, I guess, Mark, you're a better place to say that than I am sitting here in the UK, but certainly that is the perception. I mean, the decision to leave the European Union and instantly cut off connections with its biggest trade partner and this increasingly divided conservative party. It came in with a huge, a historic majority, but it is so riven by internal disputes over really emotive issues, you know, taxation, immigration, and whether Brexit was a good thing or not, that it's hard to see how they're going to find the unifying candidate who can incredibly lead that party into the next elections, which are meant to be two years away. CBS correspondent Vicki Barker talking with Mark and GT. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. October 21st, a Friday morning. Welcome to WTOP. Glad you're with us. It's 115 sports time at Rob's turn this morning. The Capitals' first win streak of the season ends at just two games after the Ottawa Senators score the final five goals to beat the Caps 5-2. T.J. Oshie and Anthony Mantha scored on the power play 34 seconds apart in the first period, and then it all fell apart for Coach Peter Laviolette. We shot ourselves in the foot too many times with the puck. Then the first period, we did exactly what we wanted to do. We put the puck north, we put it behind them. We're in the offensive zone, we're delivering pucks at the net. And uh, second period and third period, played East-West hockey and didn't deliver any pucks. 
box and you know, not good enough. Darcy Kemper got a workout in net with 39 saves. The Houston Astros hold a two games to none lead in the ALCS thanks to a 3-2 victory over the Yankees. Alex Bregman's three-run homer was his 14th in his postseason career to set an MLB playoff record among third basemen. And it was just enough for the win, telling TBS. He was just fortunate enough to put a good swing on it, but all the credit there goes to Jordan hustling down the line and beating out that ground ball, and just a great team win. On the college gridiron, UVA got its first conference win of the season on the road in prime time, beating Georgia Tech 16-9 to improve to 3-4. and four. The highest-scoring Thursday night game of the year was upstaged by the breaking news that the San Francisco 49ers acquired Pro Bowl running back Christian McCaffrey from Carolina for a package of picks. On the field, Arizona beat New Orleans 42-34. to Back home, bad news for the Washington Commanders ahead of Sunday's game against the Green Bay Packers. Jahan Dotson re-aggravated his hamstring injury at practice, leaving his status for Sunday in question. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob. As always, good Friday morning, October 21st. Welcome into WTOP at 160. Among the top stories we're following for you this 1 a.m. hour, Friday morning on WTLP with only two and a half weeks until the midterms. President Joe Biden busy this week promoting the benefits of the bipartisan infrastructure law. He was in Pittsburgh visiting the site of a new bridge this week that will replace the one that collapsed there earlier this year. Both the U.S. Supreme Court and a federal judge in Missouri have rejected challenges to the implementation of the White House's student loan debt relief program. This program, which takes effect this coming weekend, will cancel up to 20000 bucks in student debt for millions of borrowers. And as we've been telling you on WTOP, Big politics in the U.K. Liz Truss has become the U.K.'s shortest ever serving prime minister. She stepped down on Thursday after being vilified for her very unpopular economic policies. She was in office for 45 days thus far. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. For the time Friday morning, it's 117. There has never been a $10 million settlement for housing discrimination in the U.S. before now. But three D.C. real estate companies and their executives will pay that for discriminating against renters using housing vouchers. What a tremendous win for working families. Alyssa Silverman of the D.C. Council at the announcement that, along with paying $10 million in fines, Darrow Management Services, Darrow Realty, and Infinity Real Estate will be dissolved and permanently barred from managing residential real estate in D.C. This is just huge. It's also what an effective deterrent. The settlement involves discrimination to exclude people with vouchers from 15 buildings in wards one, two, and three. Christy King, WTOP News. WTOP News time, Friday morning at 118. Traffic and weather on the eights and when it breaks. Good morning to Ian Crawford in the WTOP traffic center. Now you're sitting on the outer loop. It's not Dino. This has really turned into a mess in delays after. The Dulles Toll Road on the outer loop of the Capitol Beltway in Virginia, that's where we start because a lot of people are not starting right now. We are at a dead stop on the outer loop of the Capitol Beltway. We had not been anticipating stoppages here. VDOT did not inform us that they'd be doing any stoppages, but they sure as heck have got a stoppage on right now, and it's not the first one. This has really gotten out of hand on the outer loop, again, with delays beginning after 123. The express lanes are open. If the price is right for you, if you're coming off the Legion Ridge and working through that other work zone up near the bridge, which the left lane to get by, 
you may want to think about using the express lanes instead or maybe some other workaround to get through Tyson's toward I-66 because right now the outer loop is basically a non-starter. On the inner loop between 123 and the Dulles Toll Road and then again after Georgetown Pike, you're two to the right to get by work. Still waiting to hear from our friends over at the Woodrow Wilson Bridge as they do the maintenance which requires opening the drawbridge. They were scheduled for four this morning. They've already done one late on Thursday night. Three more expected this morning before 5 o'clock. Have not gotten a, a heads up yet as to when they're going to do that, but we are expecting it. Factor that into your overnight driving calculus if you'll be driving between Oxon Hill and Alexandria on the Capitol Beltway. On 95, we've got work northbound before Spotsylvania with some lanes blocked and stoppage is possible here as well. Then after the Center Park Parkway, it's a single left lane past the work. 395, the northbound work before Edsel Road is one to the right to get by. 66 westbound, the big pinch point right now is going to be before and after exit 57 for Route 50, Fair Oaks, with the right lane getting by and numerous on and off ramps on 66, both eastbound and westbound, between 29 Centerville and the Fairfax County Parkway shut down because of these same work zones. Quickly checking our crash, I-295 southbound near Malcolm X in the district. The right side was blocked by the crash activity. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Temperatures on the cold side again for our Friday morning. Waking up and stepping out the front door, you might need the ice scraper early. That's really before about 7.30 because once the sun comes up, yeah, we're going to be nice and we'll see warm temperatures too. I have 66 on our Friday. Saturday, going for a high temperature of 70. Plenty of sunshine there as well. Sunday, look for a high of 61, but a good chance for some shower activity, especially along and east of I-95. It's a storm system we'll continue to watch for you the next few days. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now, we're at 50 degrees at Reagan National, 47 BW by Marshall, 45 at Dulles. We're at 50 straight up and holding in our nation's capital, 1 a.m. hour, Friday morning, October 21st, 2022. This check brought to you by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash work. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash work. WTOP and Silver Diner bring you free lunch Friday to thank you for listening to WTOP at home, at work, or on the go. Three winners every Friday for dine-in lunch only at 18 Silver Diner locations. Enter today at WTOP.com. Search free lunch Friday. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. This is WTOP News. Good Friday morning, October 21st, 1222 on WTOP. Welcome in. This next conversation this morning on WTOP actually highlights a major problem in our local healthcare system. Far too few resources devoted to people who are having a crisis and who need psychiatric care. In Maryland, for example, there are only about 1,300 licensed psychiatric beds and only a fraction of those are actually devoted to children and teens. So when a kid's having trouble, they end up sometimes in the emergency room where they suffer and sometimes are further traumatized. This morning, Washington Post Enterprise reporter William Mann with a story of an autistic teen from Howard County who didn't get the psychiatric help that he actually really needed. 
This family, the Chafoses, Cheryl and Tim, they brought their teenage son to the hospital trying to get him help in the middle of a mental crisis. And they took him to the ER. They ended up waiting a total of 76 days. He essentially lived in the ER for weeks, for months, waiting for a psychiatric bed to open up. So what is it like in the emergency room for teens who wind up there? Are they appropriately cared for? This is the difficult thing about it is ERs are not set up as mental health wards. They're not set up for long-term care. So when you have teens there for days or weeks, it's a just kind of a crazy situation. This family, the parents, Tim and Cheryl, they told me how their son, Zach, basically his skin turned pale from lack of sun. He wasn't able to get out of his room except to shower once a day. He's an autistic kid. He doesn't understand where he is. There's a lot of confusion and they had to inject him with sedatives every day just to keep him calm. And he ended up shaking so violently from the drugs they had to use just to keep him calm in the ER. Why are there so few beds available for these sorts of episodes? And and what can be done about it down the road? It's a complicated problem. Part of it is we shut down these state institutions um, for mental care with good intentions, but we never opened up these community-based resources, places where you could get help but not have to be institutionalized long-term. Basically, it comes down to funding. Like state officials, federal officials, they're not just putting the money needed into mental health care. You know, it's really interesting because Marylanders like to think that the state is very progressive on issues like this, and yet Maryland has some of the longest wait times for psychiatric treatment. That was really shocking to me when I did a bunch of analysis on ER wait times. Maryland, when it comes to psychiatric patients, they have some of the longest average wait times, which is just crazy. You know, you think about our state as like being very advanced, wealthy, progressive, putting money invested into our infrastructure. But mental health care is a place that's really hurting for that. That's Washington Post Enterprise reporter William Wan. Talking right there with Sean and Hillary. You're listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Let's check in now with Ian Crawford. On the Capitol Beltway, the outer loop starting to move a little bit in the main travel lanes to get through our work zone near I-66, but the express lanes are at a complete stop. Do not commit to the express lanes and expect a lot of delays coming through Tyson's. More on the 8s. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. WTOP now at 125. News each half hour at 25 and 55. Jeff Claybaugh is with us this morning. Without finished Thursday session down another 90 points, the NASDAQ lost 66. New unemployment filings fell to a three week low last week. American Airlines reports quarterly revenue that was 13% higher than it was before the pandemic. Delta had record quarterly revenue. Marriott is buying Latin American hotel brand City Express. It'll be Marriott's 31st hotel brand. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Here's Scott Clark, the Vice President for Technology Strategy and Solutions at Maximus Federal, on the discussion, Data Driving Customer Service, sponsored by Maximus. The insights that you get from your frontline personnel, again, both in an active and a passive mode, can be just as informative as the information you gather in your CX modalities. The technology to enable analytics of those conversations is, is certainly a great enabler. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Maximus. Decades of experience in delivering programs for the federal government has given Maximus a unique view of how to accelerate delivery of citizen services. Across the government, 
Institute, Maximus deploys the right mix of expertise, technology, and data analytics so that citizens have better experiences, agencies respond faster, and overall missions get accomplished. For more information on what Maximus achieves, <coughs> cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. Ricola. It's in our nature. Hey, hon, what you doing with your fun? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.